Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the I don't know, sacred space, family sitting room. (laughs) I am outdoors today. It is beautiful weather. I just finished power walking and I was inspired by my guides and other way showers that I watched today to record this episode. This is an 11-11 gateway prep for you and if you have one most of you I think do for you and your familiars so before we get into all the logistics this is very high vibe Um, I'm recording this right now like I feel very strong Lemurian light coming in from this gateway it's just it's I don't know if you just tap into it It's just very magical feeling. Um, So many colors, um, high vibe, like pastel colors. Let's go ahead and get us all kind of on the same visceral space with each other at the moment. As I wrap us all in love light and light love and inviting in my guides who support this community, this show this family. Everything that happens during a show is part of the show, has messages, meanings, metaphors for you, for those around you. And it felt like when I woke up this morning, it felt like a very like emotional day. Didn't really know why. Um, and then I <laughs> flipped on, I turned on YouTube, and the first thing was there was Master Co talking about um, emotional clearing for um, like frustration and exasperation. Um, and I feel like we've talked about there being kind of, I know there's multiple timelines, but there's kind of two things happening right now, and it's playing out between now and the eclipse in Taurus later this month in a couple of weeks. And I already did a new moon show. I'm getting ready in a couple of days to do an 11-11 show. But even in the new moon show, I think it was channeling energies from the Taurian um, moon eclipse as well, because I was talking about Taurus and um, Scorpio at the same time. No one called me out on that, but I realized that too. I was like, wow, it's weird. I'm talking about both. So those energies are already here. We're already starting to feel them, and I listen to, um, I like to listen to Molly McCord, and I listened to her um, Taurus Eclipse podcast this morning, and there was two very strong energies playing out with this eclipse coming up, which, it's so interesting how it kind of fits together. So we have the 1111, which is like, almost like a two, like you're stepping through more than one gateway. Because the 11 is two posts on either side of you, not just one. And it 
is like this freedom for all the new that you want to come in that we've been talking about. You're ready for this new, but in some way you're still tied to, okay, hold on one second. I want the guides that are here to just help me stay on track, stay focused and stay with the highest vibe messages for all the collective that's going to listen to this. I set that intention. Um, you may still be tied to old contracts. Let's just put it that way. Because contracts is, is a very wide, could be a wide variety of things, right? Um, examples like careers, relationships. Although when she did, um, and the, the astrology did seem to be heavily focused on relationships, not so much other stuff. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic relationships. It was like just relationships, partnerships, blah, blah, blah. But it seemed to be more focused on people rather than other stuff. So there's this energy of this time now, which is also playing out in the astrology, which is, I like that. It's a big confirmation for what we're feeling intuitively. To, I like to see it playing out elsewhere as well. Um, and... It's this duality. So what does it have to do with familiars and all this? We're going to do some light language. Let me just bring that in. We're going to do some light language to support you with these feelings of dealing with the multidimensionality of these portals that we're going to be stepping through from now, really, to the, till the end of the year, for the rest of the year. It's affecting us, us, in multiple ways. A lot of it is this exasperation. Oh, the mailman's coming. See, look, messages are coming. The mailman's coming because the mailboxes are right next to me. So a lot of it is this exasperation and maybe frustration that you feel like you should be further along with whatever it is, your wants, your desires, new partnerships, new relationships, new stuff coming your way. And that is playing out in the eclipse energy between Taurus, um, the moon and Taurus, and some of the other supporting energies, Jupiter and Venus and Mars, and kind of where they're at. But, <laughs> and you can go watch that podcast. I'm not going to link it. You guys know how to find stuff like that. You know how to use YouTube. You know how to search and find Molly McCord and go look for her, her thing if you want to listen to it. But the other energy is my good friend. <laughs> my good friend. Saturn, oh, Saturn just does a number on me, but Saturn has these opposing energies of what I just talked about, like contracts that aren't ready to end yet (laughs) because of many reasons, like it could be different for all of you. And so you're stepping through this gateway where I said there's multiple pillars, two pillars on each side. And one is, yes, you're stepping into this new timeline, but it's, damn it, it's still running running concurrently with this older, other timeline that's not finished yet. And that can bring up exasperation. It can bring up frustration. It can bring up a why isn't this stuff here now? All these things that I want. And remember we said, and you may not, if you did not hear that episode, you could go back. I think it's the new moon one. We said, um, the stuff, there's nothing more you have to do to heal yourself, to be ready for the stuff that's coming to you. You've already done 
enough soul work, spirit is saying, guides are saying, guides that are here to support in this podcast, overlighting every episode, are Archangel Michael and Archangel Metatron with a variety of other cast members and guides who come in to give us messages and all of that. But make sure this is about recording. Okay. Um, oh, the deer are here. So... If you listen to the new moon episode, there was a very heavy focus on divine partnerships of different types, platonic and romantic. And there was, um, yeah, there have been a lot of messages in the cards today and that I've been seeing very strongly on unions. Um, I actually saw someone post um, in the Twin Flame community, although I don't call myself necessarily part of the twin flame, like that whole dichotomy of the lower vibe of the twin flame journey. I just call it that. That's I've kind of moved beyond that. I'm totally with all of you that are still like trying to work it out with you and your twin flame and all of that. And many of you um, are, are having a hard time with that right now. And I totally acknowledge that. I totally support you in your journey. And if I say anything that triggers you about it, um, it's just meant to be said, okay? So, um, I moved beyond that. I released that soul to their path and their journey because it was just totally, um, the vibe there was not for me. Um, it was keeping me in a much lower vibration of giving my power away to that person. And I totally released all that. So, um, I moved beyond that into, um, embracing a divine counterpart union that has twin flame energy, which is totally different than the twin flame soul. So anyway, just is not being said there. I don't know why spirits having me bring that up. They're saying, just keep going. It needs to be heard. Um, why do I keep bringing this up? I just want to know that there's others that need to hear this right now. It could cause, um, them, this is spirit channeling through me, it could cause them to have, make different choice points. It's very important that I keep talking about that, even though for me, it feels uncomfortable to talk about it because I feel like, um, yeah, they're saying it's very personal to me. And so it just makes me feel like I'm maybe imparting judgment about the journey, um, to others. And they're saying, I'm not, I'm being divinely guided to speak these words. Um, also when I talk really fast, this channeling source. So, um, they're saying, just keep talking about it as I'm guided to, and spirit will close my lips when I don't need to talk about it anymore. So, Okay, let me just regroup. That was a lot of information coming in at one time. So exasperation. You're not where you maybe are necessarily wanting to be. Um, and it looks like f- for a little bit longer, um, we're going to be in this kind of dual timeline time line thing um, where you're ready for the new. You're embracing all of the new energies that are coming in. You are ready for that to take place, but you're still, um, they're calling it an anchor. You're still anchored in to an older timeline. This is by, this is by source design. This has nothing to do with anything that you've done. Um, oh, it just makes me so emotional to think about it. Why am I crying? Um, Spirit saying you're done. You've finished. You've finished your contract, but it's not. Oh, fucking shit. Sorry. Oh my gosh, that's bad. I don't like to cuss on the show. It's, it's kind of low, lowers the vibe. Um. 
it's like there's encores of the timeline. Kind of like they keep saying, you know, it's not over to the fat lady sings. It's like there's encores of this timeline still playing out. You may still be anchored in to it for reasons that are beyond your understanding right now. You don't, may not totally get it right now. You may think it's like totally unfair. You may feel like, um, where's... <laughs> Where's my stuff? When's it coming to me? You are maybe in that exasperated feeling. And so the light language we're going to be in, which is Lyran and, and Pleiadian, this is for you and your familiars because that is the other thing that's happening here is many of you have familiars. I'm not just talking about like cats and dogs. Um, horses just keep coming up so strongly. Birds is another one. And they're saying that's pretty much all. Um, what? The reptiles? We're not going to work with reptiles right now, they're saying. I guess we can in another show. But I do have to say, I do want to just throw this out there. I think many of you might find this kind of funny or maybe interesting. But this po- this podcast and this YouTube channel has been around for a, for a little while. We've got many videos. And we don't, I mean, you know, we've got probably 200 or some odd videos on here about many topics. Channeling and light language, shamanic stuff, um, lots and lots of different stuff. I mean, you could use this podcast or this YouTube channel as an oracle and you could spin back and dial back with your finger and put your finger down and you're going to find a video or podcast episode that has a message meant specifically for you. I say that about my Instagram too, but my Instagram's got like almost 1,200, 1,300 posts. It's the same thing because they were all channeling. But, um... The familiars are taking on a big brunt of helping filter off lower energy from us right now. And they're doing it in multiple ways. They're trying to keep us occupied with them so that we forget about ourselves for a little bit. Um, But in doing so, especially the younger pets, even sometimes the older ones, I don't want to go with the diatribe on that too much because I've talked about that before. The, the interesting fact I was going to bring up is the most viewed, most listened to podcast episode on this entire channel has been light language for healing pets. That particular episode has been one of the most amount of views out of everything I've done. Light language for healing pets every day, multiple, multiple um, <laughs> boatloads of people tune into that. The next one is the Bigfoot channeling, which, um, man, if you just want a good laugh, you need to go. These are all in popular uploads, I think, somewhere on my homepage, kind of closer to the bottom. But the Bigfoot channeling is one that if you want something to laugh about and you want to, like, forget your cares. Okay, know the Lemurians are here because they're trying to make it lighthearted and get out of... See, they're trying to bring me up to the other timeline. So they're trying to bring me out of the exasperated one where I was, like, cursing a little bit. And they were trying to bring me up to the higher timeline. So it's like, you choose your reality. We are telling you. So I like saying we a lot because the guides are chiming in here. My guides, your guides, the guides are this overlighting the show. We've had very powerful high vibe energies overlighting the work that's done here. Overlighting you, the podcast family. And we're saying you choose your reality, okay? We're telling you you're on two, two concurrent timelines at the same time. You're anchored in. There's not a lot you can do right now to change change where you're at. The outcome is already, what do you want to say? Set in stone. Set in time. 
the outcome's already set in time. So you're already being guaranteed, is guaranteed the right word? They're saying promise is a better word. You're already being promised the outcome that you desire. You're being told it's coming. But the message I got today, I love this so much. I was so mad. I was like excited. I don't know what the word was, but I saw it. I saw it on a Lemurian, um, what is that deck? The Lemurian star child oracle or something. I'll get it wrong, but... Um, there's not, there's very few Lemurian decks out there and I'm creating a Lemurian deck right now. I'm so excited. It's going to be out for the holidays. Um, so a Lemurian card deck, I just am a little stuck on the name of what I want to call it, but I think it's going to be called something like Lemurian power Oracle. anyway, but you know how to get this. I don't want to die Um, this is the high energy of the higher timeline though. So when you hear me, like, you're like, wow, she's talking fast. Wow. She's like, um, people are of a lower vibe. Sometimes like, why are you laughing like that all the time? Like it makes them uncomfortable when I talk and I kind of have like a lilt, I call it like lilty, Irish (laughs) lilty. It makes them uncomfortable. Um, but it's part of being more, um, childlike. It's very Lemurian, very Pleiadian. Familiars are trying to help us offlift this energy. Younger ones, even some of the older ones, um, don't either don't know how to offload the energy that they're helping to like filter a sponge off of us, or they choose not to because they have like invalid beliefs about what happens with that energy when they offload it. I've done another episode on that. I don't really want to talk about that again, about helping them to understand what they need to do. It's like a constant, they need like a constant reminder. They're like my son. They need, they very much live in the now. It's, it's very much new earth energy. Like these familiars. It's like, they kind of forget. They're so in the moment that what I told them the other day about how to filter and clear their energy, like they forget. It's, it's so, so much my son. He's like, I'm like, Nayoko, what did we, what did we do yesterday? I don't know. I forgot. Like he, he's so in the moment. He doesn't even, he didn't remember like what he did a few days ago. I love it. I wish I could be more. That's, that's, that's not holding on to things. He very rarely holds on to things and knows already how to like just transmute it and move it off. Love planet. They're saying, wow, good for him. (laughs) These newer kids already know how to do this they already have those mechanisms built in to transmute and filter energies out okay but these familiars need help all right my familiar right now is a very energetic dog a catahoula hound i don't even want to get into the story of how this familiar came into my guardianship it's just kind of long and they're saying it's kind of boring it's kind of boring and it's kind of low vibe yeah it is kind of low vibe but everything comes into your path for a reason so it 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 came to me kind of out of um, someone's resentment but it's become she has become somewhat of a gift but she's very challenging she's the most challenging animal I've ever worked with in a physical sense, it's very hard for me physically to work with this animal. Like, I'm an older lady, okay? <laughs> you know, I'm getting up there in years. And um, so I have to stay very... So here's, here's, here it is. So this is what I want you to do. Just, I want you to hear the story. Like, I don't really care if you <laughs> like it or not. But 
it's being told for a reason, okay? Because it's, it's going to help you see your familiar, or you may still call it a pet, I don't know, but you're familiar in a new light, in a whole new way, and realize that it's a symbiotic relationship that's here to support you um, through what's going on in your life right now and to help you, to help you transmute energies. And so this dog, right, has always been um, very energetic, um, very powerful, and I realized that in order to work with, and I kept getting hurt every time I would work with her, she's very strong, very impulsive, um, you know, hound dogs, that's their thing, they see something, they want to go get it, they want to go find it and tell you all about it through their loud barking voice, and then, um, they want to not so much retrieve it, they just want to go find it and tell you that it's over here. But part of that is, um, and also part of that comes like very strong. Um, this dog has like a very, the, your familiars kind of mirror you in a sense. Have you like heard people say like, um, oh, after a while, me and my pet kind of start to look like each other. So um, the dog kind of mirrors me in her temperament and her personality. Like she's somewhat stubborn very energetic, very ambitious about her job. She has a job to, she knows she has a job to do. I asked her the other day, I was like, telepathically, I'm like, Mia, what is your job? What do you, what do you want to do in this lifetime? And she said she wanted to be a leader and she wanted to be a mother. And I was like, okay, I don't know about the mother part right now. The leader, I don't know. I, I kind of know what I would like to see her do, but anyway, so ask your pets, like talk to them. And I thought it was kind of funny because she just flat out quickly said there was no, like, they don't have to think about it, right? She was like, I want to be a leader and I want to be a mother. It was like this quick response. Um, but what she did for me is she forced me to get more physically um, strong. Because, uh, you know, there's just structural issues I'm kind of working with right now. It's just where I'm at in my life. It's just the bearing the brunt of so many um, discordant energies. It's somewhat the life of a star seed in a way of filtering strong energies. And, you know, it's different for everybody. But anyway, I have to build up my strength to keep my foundation, my structure strong. And um, so I kept getting hurt. Every time I would deal with this dog, I like really hurt my tailbone really bad. And I've tweaked, I'm constantly tweaking. I mean, she will flip on a dime find something, jolt after it on her leash, and I'll be on the ground, like in the, one time I was on the ground in the mud on the side of the road, as the dog, as a car is driving by, looking at me like I'm a crazy person, and I was still having to hold the dog, and trying to get up, and, and keep her from going into the street, very, very strong, so it's caused, she's caused me to up my strength training a lot, my, and try to up my endurance as best I can, and my stamina, and it's been a battle of wits and for us to kind of trust each other um, and find a middle ground. So find for your familiar, like, why are they there? What's their purpose? Um, they're not just there because, you know, you fell in love with their furry face or their horse mane or whatever, their fluffy tail, uh, their cat eyes. It's they came to you for a reason. I have so many stories about this. I, I'm telling you, these pet episodes could go on forever. So we want to do, we want to help them out a little bit because I do see her get, um, when the energies start to ramp up like they are now for this gateway, 
I see these pets get a little bit discombobulated. Um, very, um, they can, I call it spin out, but they can kind of spin out a little bit and get um, thrown off kilter. Anxiety can set in. Um, almost like a Tasmanian double. Mine kind of gets like a Tasmanian double. And I can, I can bring that on in her as well. I mean, I can ramp up the energy around her and make her like all crazy, you know, throw her ball a bunch of times and like wrestle with her and do all that. But this is not that. This is like the energies around. So these pets need help clearing. They need help shielding, although they don't really need it as often. It is a practice, how often sort of, uh, daily, if you can remember it, um, the guides are saying daily, if you can remember it, what you can also do, cause sometimes I forget. And then I kind of see her like, act a little crazy and I'm, and then I'm like, Oh, it's time to clear her energy and mine. Although I know that depending on the animal, they're not always, um, responding well to Reiki or quantum energy healing. Like when you project energy from your hands, not all pets like that. Um, I had a dog did not like that at all. It made him very uncomfortable. Um, and so we had to do different types of healing with him. This one, she, as soon as you put up your hands, she gets totally relaxed and she will get very, very peaceful as soon as I send her that type of energy. So light language seems to be a little bit more, um, gentle on those sensitive souls. Even just listening to this podcast. So even if you paused this took me to, you know, gather your familiar and close, um, take me out to the stables and <laughs> prop your phone on the horse stall and let your familiar horse or your, I keep bringing me to horses, but let, let those familiars hear my voice. Um, <laughs> showing you Mr. Ed, let the, <laughs> like, set up like a, <laughs> I think Mr. Ed actually lived in the house. <laughs> he had like a stall door inside the guy's house, I think. I remember it, something like that. Anyway, so by the time we get to the light language, we won't even need it anymore. Um, hold on, let's make sure. Okay, 25.55. So for you guys listening, you know, sources like, we know it's been hard. We know there's still some time to go. Oh, I didn't get to the Lemurian card. The Lemurian card was that we're getting, we're not getting a crystal ball. We're getting pearls of wisdom. This is a beautiful card from Not Deck. I don't even know what it was called. I think it's called. Oh, I put it on my phone as a background. It's pearls of something, pearls of knowledge or something like that. So no matter how many times you ask, this is me, no matter how many ways you try to finagle and find out the timing of your manifestation, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Um, yeah. And that there's a reason, obviously there's a reason behind that because there's stuff you're supposed to be working on right now. We've talked about that before too in the last episode. It was like, well, if you knew that you weren't going to move, move forward until X time, what would you do until then? I was like, well, I just kind of probably wouldn't have done anything. It's like, right. But instead, you know, we published a ton of books and made a bunch of, I don't even know how many decks, six Oracle card decks and all that. And I want to thank you to those that have purchased decks. I have seen some purchases come through for some of the card decks and that is very exciting 
very much appreciated. Donations to the channel have come through, very much appreciated. Kind words, words of upliftment, encouragement, and confirmation for me. Um, new channel family members, you know, reaching out to say hello. Um, even those of you that offer your support, um, just in your prayers and in your thoughts, every time you like think of me, because some of you are like, oh, I thought about you. I haven't, haven't heard you in a while. Um, even my Instagram family, I've kind of like ditched Instagram for a while because I'm like, I'm just going to focus on one place at a time. And um, even some of my Instagram family kind of still reach out and offer prayers and blessings and so forth. You know, I appreciate that and, and love you all so much. Um, many of you have followed me for quite some time now. And I appreciate all your love and support. It's, it makes a huge, huge difference. Um, so let's, let's just do this light language. It's got a multitude of purposes. So let me just tell you what the Lyrans and Pleiadians and what Source is saying are the purposes of what this is going to do. Um, and you can kind of watch with your pet. Um, to see how they react to this. So first, it's going to clear your vibe, high vibe tribe. It's going to clear your vibe, high vibe tribe. You're going to clear, clear your vibration. So it's going to wash down through all your chakras, pulling out any feelings of exasperation, resentment, pain, anger, overexcitement, anxiety, feelings of being bereft oh my gosh feelings of being bereft kind of like feeling like you've been abandoned by source creator like your prayers aren't being heard um all of that so the lyran light language is going to clear that out And then we're going to bring in some, ple oh, they're saying we're bringing in source codes, bringing in Pleiadian source codes to unlock this higher timeline for some of you, because I think that you didn't realize that you could be on concurrent timelines at the same time. And so they're saying you're going to open you up to this. You can choose, you can choose to, to be on the anchoring in one where we said, you know, you've got these soul contracts that aren't done yet. And you still have individuals you might have to work with, see every day, um, manage partnerships with these people, <laughs> pay their bills, pay their bills. Um, that's an odd one, but okay, pay their bills, um, raise their family. And um, that at the same time, while those are finishing out, because Source is saying finishing out, they're not saying like you're going to be on them forevermore. There is an end time to these contracts, but it's different for each one of you. At the same time, you can choose to jump on the 1111 fly rider. Fly rides? Oh, there's a huge bus going by with like, it says fly rides on it. Interesting. And the fly had like an angel wing. You can fly on a ride that's much higher vibe. You can join the high vibe tribe. Okay. And you can take that bluebird bus of happiness. It was blue. And I know some of these buses are, what are they called? Like bluebird or whatever. Okay. So choose the high vibe ride. 
So let's get ready for the light language. It's by, if you're with your familiar, they just have to hear it. They don't have to be laying down or anything like that. Like they're gonna absorb it. Um, you, however, they want you to be sitting down, back straight, feet on the floor, legs uncrossed, hands, palms up on your lap, eyes closed. My goodness, so regimentary. Um, shoes off if possible. Possibly better, even better if you can be outside. All right, let me stop moving. Let's deliver this, these codes. All right, here we go. Take a deep breath. That was a shower of Lyran light. We're one of these. We're using Lyran because that's my that's my fam. That's my warrior spirit family. Lyrans. Bring some warrior spirit in to your soul. And we would have just cleared all the energy for you and your pet. Ran down from the crown, through all the chakras, out through the earth star, down into the planet for transmutation and healing. And now we're bringing in some Pleiadian source light codes to help you step up in vibrational frequency. Take a deep breath. It's going to ramp up here. Just hold on. Take a deep breath. They're building, building, building in me. Take a deep breath. This is loading my crown with these codes. Okay, here we go. Just people and pets. Take a deep breath. 
all. I know sometimes I'm like, aren't these supposed to go on for like hours? And they're like, nope. <laughs> you, <laughs> they're saying you just cut the equivalent of an hour long massage or a 45. <laughs> what the heck with the time? You just got the, in one burst of light codes, you got the equivalent of an hour healing session. Okay, fine. Thank you. Thank you guys. I like that. Fast and easy. So for the rest of the day today, this, like we said, is a lemon lemon prep. Drink plenty of water. Let's flush out. You're going to continue to flush for the next 24 hours. These lower vibes out through the bottom of your feet into, we, we like to have them go into something that's transmutes energy I do use Gaia quite frequently but a lot of times I prefer like a violet flame um, we've talked to you before about how to invoke a violet flame next to you and just offload but for now we're going to say that wherever you step you'll be draining down those energies into Gaia who will be transmuting them on your behalf <clears throat> They're saying it's almost like you'll be walking with a violet fire under your feet. <laughs> violet fire shoes. Um, for your pets, let me just see if there's any recommendations. Just make sure your pet has plenty of water to drink. Um, that they may have to go to the bathroom a little bit more than they might normally do over the next 24 hours. Just to flush the same stuff out. They flush out stuff much easier. They have no... Um, they have no restrictions and stuff holding them back from releasing lower energies like we do. They have no blocks and all that. Um, and watch them. Watch how they're doing. They're saying also saying their appetite might increase a little bit um, as they attempt to ground themselves with a new high vibe energy coming in. So the other thing I forgot to mention, um, sources bring me back to this, is um, I said it and then I got all giggly and out of control. Um, if you don't remember to, if you can't remember to clear your familiar's energy every day, then the guides are saying, the source is saying to set up a little crystal grid for them. Um, it can be so simple. I mean, the, the nicest little one I could think of would be like, just get a little blank piece of paper and just draw them on there. Whatever that is to you. It's not going to be some art that you're going to sell on Etsy or anything. Like just draw them. Even if it's like a stick figure of them, just draw them. And then intuitively pick some stones to put around them. It doesn't, you don't have to go buy any crystals. I mean, you may look down right now if you're outside and you may see a little stone. Um, pick up some little stones that feel right to you and put one at the four corners. So put one to the north, put one to the south, put one to the east, put one to the west of their little drawing. Like even write their little name on their drawing, personalize it, pull a kiss on it or whatever. Like, mm, I love you. Um, if there's multiple pets, I would just, um, do you need a paper? Yeah, they're saying a little paper for each one. You can just stack them up or whatever. Multiple familiars. Thank goodness I don't have multiple familiars right now. I would never get any work done. Um, put the little stones down. And then just, a lot of people, the way I activate mine is just take your finger, take your index finger. Your index finger is a wand. You don't need a fancy, expansy, like expensive wand. Your finger is a wand. And just 
put your finger down on the pictures and then move your finger to the north stone. Put your finger down on the picture, move your finger to the east stone. Some people like to start in the east, north or east typically. Put your finger down on their picture, move your finger to the south stone. Put your finger down on the picture, move your finger to the west stone. Put your finger down on the picture, move your finger to the north stone, you're done. And then just say a little prayer over it that these stones are there for clearing their energy and balancing their energy, your pet's energy, say their name or whatever every day and you're the creator here you're the soul decide how long the grid stays in place um you know is it stay in place for a day does it stay in place for a week and then after a week you may have to refresh it a little bit you may have to like fluff up their little papers and put them in the sun or draw a new picture or pick new stones or charge those stones that are there and reactivate the whole thing again and that way if you don't remember because sometimes i forget to then you'll have that there for them at all times because really they're doing a bigger job than you think I've worked with a lot of pets I've worked with client pets and the biggest thing that happens is you know people don't contact me the pets already sick getting ready to transition um so ill because they've spent most of their life transmuting your lower energy as well as the energy that are around them in the household not just you if you're a family imagine you but if you're a family of multiple people imagine all the work that they're doing poor little pets who've had like spine surgery because they've carried so much of energy and ten of wands stuff and pet dying of human diseases because they're trying to take on your stuff so that's all I want to share for now. I hope this helps. Okay. Pulling out some keys. Interesting. This is the most interesting little thing I've ever seen. I do want to share this. It's quite interesting. So um, I'm at my mailboxes where I live. And people usually put like food out, like cans, you know, food they don't want. Or last time there was books up here on the top of the mailboxes. But this time, I, it's quite interesting. There's bottles of per, like half-used perfume. This is funny. Let me see what it's called. It looks like it says Rue, or it's all worn off. Rue for her, whatever that is. Rue in French is like a street. And then there's <laughs> Refuge Forever. <laughs> Refuge Forever. I love it. I wonder if any of these actually smell good. This one doesn't have a name, but it's a very cute little bottle. These are old. I like the bottles. Okay, I'm going to wait a couple of days. And if they're still here, I might want to use these bottles for something. This roof for her has a very interesting bottle. I don't typically wear, like, fake cologne. <laughs> but the bottle is nice. I could make my own perfume. Okay, anyway, I thought that was interesting. There's three bottles. Okay, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and leave that here for now. And the next time I see you will be our 1111 show. We are going to dive into the energies more of this gateway. We talked about them quite a bit right now, but they're saying there's more to share. Um, see, so we will see you again in the next episode. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by Rockaway Point's newest veterinary clinic,
posh pets. Clark Witherspoon and his familiar poodles are here to help you with all your healing needs. Be it a toenail trim or a hairball tummy trouble healing session, we have everything you need at Posh Pets.